0: Thank you for Pastor Anthony' invitation, and uh, allow me to share with you a outreach topic this evening. And uh, as a Amokyo Methodist Church uh, missionary, I also I want to take this opportunity to thank all our pastor, uh, our LCEC leader, staff uh, for your care and work alongside with me for the past year. And also thank you for brother and sister, that your prayer support. Uh, along the way with me. And it's very crucial for me to serve uh, in a mission more effectively. And um, before I start, I'd uh, like just a brief uh, introduction to my family. <coughs> this is my family. Uh, Rose and me, we have two girls. And uh, I will just uh, briefly tell you uh, some of my mission uh, mission that I involved. Uh, director of uh, training in this organization called BGR International. Some may think was BGR, Weigar relation no. Baptist Global Response uh, is a global uh, relief and development agency of the Southern Baptist USA that we, uh, for BGR International is based in Singapore, that we cover uh, some of the Asia country. Yep, And uh, I also uh, take part in uh, teaching the mission subject in uh, uh, three Bible schools in Singapore, Singapore Bible College and BTS, Baptist Theological Seminary, BIU, uh, Bethany International University, uh, mission subject concerned about development and mission strategy. Uh, another project I... Uh, was on is this Sing Chiao magazine. Some of you may know. This is a quarterly print magazine, uh, been uh, designed to outreach to non believers with Chinese culture background. So I founded this uh, magazine uh, in 2013. And uh, last but not least, uh, also I serve as a as a foreign relation in this uh, China hospital in Guangxi. And uh, for 10 years as an advisor, I have certain so-called uh, opportunities to do the outreach. Uh, we cover probably about 700 of uh, doctors and nurses in this hospital. Uh, up to date, uh, we have about 60 over uh, received gospel to our outreach. So this is briefly what I'm doing in the, in the field. And, uh, <clears throat> This evening, i like to share with you this topic, serving the poor, and I uh, will cover four areas. One is from the uh, biblical perspective to look at poverty issue, um, and also look at some of the world facts. Second uh, area, I'd like to introduce to you uh, what is relief and development, uh, some of the framework. And also, uh, we'll do some example. Uh, for you to understand further on relief and development. And a uh, final part of my sharing will be sharing some of the simple mission strategy I'm promoting in a few. Okay, let's start with this uh, Old Testament uh, from this angle, how our God or our Father actually look at the poor. In Levitical Vertical 19.10, uh, do not go over your vineyard second time, and uh, pick up the grapes that have fallen, leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Here we can see how our Father God look at the poor. That's a compassion for the poor. And second verse we want to look at is Exodus uh, 23, 11. But during the seven years, let the land lie unproud and unused. Then the poor among your people may get food from it. And the wild animal may eat what is left. Do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. So this also from another angle that we can look at. How our Lord, knowing that is a need for the poor, so seven years the lamb must rest. Um, at the same time, we also have room for wild animals to survive. It is a kind of uh, servanthood in in the in the God's creation. And I think so far I witnessed one, one country I know uh, Sweden. Sweden may follow this uh, so-called rule of farming. And we know that Sweden in the forestry they are the stronger so far in, among all nations. There's something uh, to tell us about this uh, kind of so-called law or ruling set by the Lord. Another verse that uh, that remind us in Proverbs 22, 9, "The generous will themselves be blessed," is a promise. If we share the food with the poor. there is a promise in sharing with the poor. And uh, we will be blessed. So let's look at from the uh, uh, New Testament. In New Testament, Jesus himself in Mark 14, uh, 7, reminds us something. The poor... You will always have with you and you can help them anytime you want. And here from Jesus uh, reminder is the poor always with us. First fact. Second fact is we have a duty. we have a role to play to help them. okay Now let's move on. Uh, In Acts uh, 6, chapter 6, verse 1 to 4, there is some uh, events happening. And uh, it shows to us the early church was actively involved in helping the poor in the social involvement during the early church time. And that something happened in this Acts 6, in verse 1, that there is something happened that the widow that, need to be served with food and all this have been created. So there's a complaint to the child apostle. So verse 2 shows us that child apostle have to call a meeting uh, to settle this issue and we can see the volume must be big otherwise there won't be a meeting call. So in the uh, verse 3 there is a solution. Brother and sister, choose seven men from among you who are known to be a full of spirit and wisdom, we will turn this responsibility, that means this uh, so-called taking care of the poor and uh, distributing the food to the widows, over to them and we will give our attention to prayer and ministry of the world. So we can see that that is uh, so-called uh, set seven full-time, seven-person Upon so called in total 7-19, 37% of full-time manpower into social uh, service and involvement in early church. And what can we see the result of this social involvement? In verse 7, let's say, So the word of God spread, the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly and a large number of priests became obedient to faith. So we can see that it's a serious manpower allocation, means serious commitment to serve the poor, and resulted in social and spiritual transformation. That is what the early church has been doing in serving the poor. Now let's look at another angle for the poverty. And hunger facts. In the world now we stay is, we have this: so 110 millions of people are conical, hungry at any given time, and 3.1 millions of children die each year from undernutrition issue. And I think uh, Wednesday straight time had this uh, report. It reported that Singapore last year we spent, we wasted actually the food, $382 Sing dollar, wasted food. It's equivalent to 64 million boxes of lasinoma Lacinomate just throw in a rubbish bin. Uh, I think it's a, quite a serious national challenge for Singaporeans to relook on this uh, food wastage. And um, I think Singaporeans sometimes we take five, six meals a day, maybe some some plus supper, right? I think we have to rethink our living uh, behavior, maybe. Let's look at another facts uh, on this future fact from this uh, organization called Joshua Project.org. This organization to keep updating what's happening on the gospel spreading to every nation. And uh, in this uh, website that's showing us some of the figures that have remind us, we still have many, many tasks to to go. And uh, 3.1 million people still unreached, actually in this 1040 window. And what's 1040 window? In the map is, you can see that rectangle box inside. And uh, not only 3.1 million people, unrich people, mainly in this area, and also they are the poorest among the poor in this area too. So how we look at the mission as well as the poverty, as a poor, from the so-called anger or outrage, what should we do as a church, as children of God? The the other facts is disaster facts. Uh, this is statistic uh, collected uh, among the, the uh, different kind of disaster like flood, like typhoon and so on. The black color one is a total numbers of events happening from 1900 to 2000 this period. The frequency we can see that. As a year goes by, it is very, very frequent. I think almost every day from the newspaper, from the news, we can see there's many uh, disasters happening in the world. And this may tell us something. As a Christian, are we engaging? Are we doing something to face it, to prepare ourselves to serve the people in need? And the second portion I want to share with you this evening is uh, relief and development. And uh, there's two kind of needs, uh, human needs. One is we call it acute needs. Acute needs because of uh, something happened uh, due to disaster event, the flood and so on. People just lost their house, they don't have food to eat, they don't have a house to stay and so on. And uh, it's a more on mercy relief, uh, mercy orientated kind of action that we give food, we drink and so on to help two to six month kind of period and uh, the solution is to do the relief response and you might give us some opportunity uh, to to help the people further into spiritual aspect and the second needs we call it chronic need, it's, it's a long term this poverty issue maybe exists in past year many many maybe two generations, three generations in the past, so you need more longer time to deal with it Maybe three to five years, even sometimes longer. And the solution is using the development approach. The approach this, uh so-called to deal with this needs. Yeah. And uh, it could be transformational. And uh, what is the advantages of using this human needs ministry, where well, uh, we use a relief or development approach? First, is give us Opportunity to assess the people. As we know that 3.1 million still unreached there's still a lot of uh, work to do for us. So relief and development could be one way to approach people, helping the people. Second, uh, good advantage is behind the closed door it means uh, there's, there's diff- a lot of country that actually not allow missionaries to be there in a normal time. Yeah, For example, Pakistan, some of the Stan and, and so on, You know, North Korea and so on. Uh, there, there's no way mission work can be there in an open way. But because of disaster, door might be open for us to provide help and that we're able to access uh, the people in the country. The third advantage is to care for the needy. As we read the, uh, the verses, so... That God had compassion of these people, and we as a Christian, we have a role to play to care for them. Uh, the fourth advantage is allow us to conduct discipleship through the process, right? And uh, the final advantage is it allow us to empower the local church, local believer, and uh, walk alongside with them to witness the gospel in the country. These are advantages that uh, we can do, the human needs, serving the people, the poor and the lost. And uh, a short conclusion is, through this uh, relief and uh, so-called development, uh, relief is a mercy action, They need food, they water, we provide, and so on. And then, uh, come to from relief, we can move to the community development, and, uh, that allow us to build our relationship with the people we serve, and also allow us to carry out discipleship along the way. Right? So what is relief work uh, in the field? Uh, it can be disaster response in different ways, like food and, and uh, uh, many, many different needs that they, they, they need in the field. And it can be um, medication, it can be uh, disaster management, and it can be recovery program, uh, rehabilitation program. and it's very technical or not uh, time function. I will not go uh, into more details. And uh, what is a kingdom Development Roman works. Uh, for example, it can be food security and it can be primary care program, it can be disaster management program. It can be water, sanitation improvement. It can be uh, in education, in uh, literacy, teaching, like uh, teaching English, and so on. Uh, it can be micro-enterprise or micro-finance, and so on. Uh, in, in our so-called Singapore context, like what uh, Brother Kitek shared, you, know, you, you can help the poor, in you know, provide tuition, and so on, and uh, some kind of uh, so-called uh, social activity that you, to help the needy. The third section, I want to share with you is some case studies to, to show you some of the example of relief and also the, the development. So on the relief, I took one example that just happened last year, and last year, August, uh, Lombok in Indonesia. We know that it's a serious uh, uh, earthquake happened before, and uh, that is, after that, there's about 800 over aftershock. Yeah? And uh, by God's grace, that uh, BGR International, we, we, we are tasked to coordinate uh, different organizations and, and, uh, uh, and also churches, uh, including the Methodist Track and also Baptist Convention, and some of the churches come together to serve Lombok during the disaster response. So we did this uh, so called food distribution in the early stage of uh, the disaster and also water clean water distribution to our filter uh, organization on, on ground. And also the healthcare, the uh, the uh, so medical uh, uh, relief team, we sent uh, three teams so far during the early stage of the disaster. And also distribution of the uh, school uh, uniform to the school student. Uh, and also build some of the uh, transition housing. and. Uh, Another activity is uh, trauma counselling uh, that we provide to the believer in the beginning and then later the MOE requests to, to, to help the school teachers. So we have uh, 33 school, uh, uh, school teachers representing the school to join our, our training program. So far we have carried two rounds. Uh, Ten days from now we have another third round of training for this uh, trauma counselling to the teachers. So, so far we are reached from relief to development work. Uh, two things still happening, uh, still doing is the water filter uh, settle in more permanently in, in school, and also this trauma counselling as what I just now mentioned. So, two things still carry on now as a development phase. Now, this is some of the activities in on site uh, during the long more time, the relief medical uh, Came. And also we provide uh, clean water through this filter. It, the, the filter is called Water Room Filter. It can transfer about 800 uh, liters uh, per day to the community. From the dirty water filter, straight away you have clean water. And then uh, just uh, beginning of this year, I also travelled with Alan Chan. Some of you may know, is um, one of our members. Uh, to provide another smaller unit that provide probably a hundred percent kind of unit, a simple unit for filter the water to convert it to the clean water and uh, also this is a trauma counseling healing uh, training session you know, and uh, transition housing on site now another example for development that uh, what I want to bring to you is a school ministry in the Philippines that we started about five years ago. So in uh, two 2014 May, we started to contact with this uh, school called Anonan School in the Philippines, north part of the uh, Philippines. And uh, we started, we donated uh, the uh, computer because the whole school don't have computer to work on. So we started with three units of computer and a library book via the library. And from there, the relationship started. And uh, we allowed to do the training of computer. And then from there, we developed other kind of skills to the the school teachers, including counselling, including how to teach better, and and so on, other kind of training program. And uh, this principal from this Anonan school moved to another school called Sagat in uh, 2017 November. So the relationship extended to the second school. At the same time, you know, we still carry on the the different kind of program in the second school. And early this year, again, the same principal moved on to Tarasso, another bigger uh, primary school. And the relationship again started with this through the school that we had contact with the parents and so on. So this is how we extended our school relationship and the ministry. So our primary uh, target is the principal, the teachers, the students, as well as the parents. So this is some of the activity we have in the past, a yeah, training program for the teachers, and also conduct the school camp for the children in, in, uh, in the school uh, in a classroom level, some of the program as well as a gospel outreach program in, in the classroom. And uh, in, in Philippines, there's always uh, every... Oh, Almost every school has this compound, school compound with the vegetable garden. So the school also invited us to impart the vegetable skill, growing skill, or we call food garden skill into them. So this was also part of our past activity. And the recent month, just a couple of months, in May and June, we have team to go in. And one of the activities we do is a TCM therapy skill. How to do massage uh, on the head, your hand, the shoulder, you know, and and just a simple kind of skill that can be transferred to the locals, you know, to the teachers and parents. Uh, So this is some of the training uh, on the therapy skill in in the classroom. And the next uh, example is the village. And uh, same thing at this Anunan uh, this, this, this place that I just mentioned, the school, uh, we target uh, the local school and also the uh, local community leaders, the village community, as well as villagers. And also, very important that we work closely with three local churches and uh, one uh, missionary couple, local uh, uh, resident. And it's crucial because uh, our team is short-term, you know, one year maybe a a few times. But we need the uh, long-term people to work close with us. That's the local uh, leaders. Uh, At the same time, we also work with some mission team within the Philippines itself, from Baguio, from Manila, as well, from uh, Davao in the south of the Philippines. So we have a different team from Singapore and so to work together to serve the community that I mentioned just now. And uh, also we bring some of the spiritual program to the church to strengthen them, like uh, personal evangelism skill discipleship program and so on to strengthen the local church. And skill transfer is always our means to mingle with the community in, in Philippine, uh, as you see some of the activity. So so same thing because of school that we link to the community. So from Anunan, we have linked to uh, 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 Sagat, Balangay. In, in Balangay means a village in the Philippines. And uh, this Kakikinan is uh, last year we start to get in touch. It's because of one of the partner church also reach out to the neighbor village. That's why we also get in touch with this uh, Kakikinan uh, village. And this year, because of school principal, that we also in touch with the Tru uh, to provide some training to the parents also. So we also started to engage the community to the parents. So leaders and uh, villagers believer is our target to serve. Yeah. So these are some of the, our activities on site. And uh, one of the uh, so-called activity that we, we train the community is we call it uh, mapping, community mapping. It's a kind of soft tool to help the community how to work together, how to discuss, how to come up with a project and so on. So this is part of our training in uh, Bible school also to our mission school students that uh, they, they can pick out this skill and also apply in, in, when they deal with the community. And uh, this is a vision mapping uh, during a training. And uh, this is by a group of uh, so called leaders. Actually, we, we have this mapping from uh, children, seven years old to 72 years old. And uh, the leaders form another group that they come up with this uh, so called vision mapping, their, their dream village. And uh, thanks God that actually this mapping. Became the master plan for this Anunan village, and is being fulfilled part by part, right? And uh, this is another uh, uh, helping on the development to the Anonans, also using this uh, spring water development master plan uh, by the help of one missionary that who know this kind of uh, spring uh, uh, development to bring the spring water into the, uh, the, the uh, village and again same thing this has become a master plan for them to develop the, the village yeah and we did this uh, seven rounds of uh, faith garden in this anunnan the first village we, we uh, in contact that uh, in a period of three over years seven rounds of training we provide training and also a practical session like this, and we provide seed. So one of the achievements that in 2017 November, that we we conducted a faith garden competition. What I mean faith garden? Faith, food always in the home. It's a food garden competition. 125 families actually signed up for this. And uh, it's one to encourage that people have this skill to, to uh, uh, you know, in the backyard to grow their own vegetable. And uh, through the survey, we know that uh, the household has this saving from uh, 20% to 60% of household expenses. So it's a, quite a substantial uh, saving for people to have this skill to survive. Uh, so this skill has been consistently transferred to uh, other Village, we call it uh, uh, like Sagat and, and uh, Teroso. Just recently, just a few months ago, we also conducted the first session of uh, faith garden training to the, the uh, parents. So this is what is ongoing to continue to build uh, 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 so-called uh, the communities uh, in in a very very uh, practical help, right? And uh, this is a TCM uh, massage therapy in, in the village level. And uh, this just recent trip, yeah. And also this noodle making that is done by our uh, Chinese student from uh, China that uh, study in uh, BTS Baptist Theological Seminary. So making noodle is also another skill that, that we can impart to the local. So actually there's many, many things we can transfer uh, to the local and build relations through this so-called activity. Yeah. Of course, because of that, the, there's possible to build out the gospel contact as well as a discipleship in the later stage. And one of the highlights of the, our past our five years uh, journey, on this 3rd June, just recently, that I signed uh, MOU, with this uh, Karon Town uh, government, uh, town government, it, it actually uh, managed 26 villages, and uh, four villages just like I mentioned is under them, and we still have 22 to cover in the future for our program, you know, like this faith garden training and so on to the to the villages as as well as to the school, yeah. So the last part of my sharing will be uh, some of the uh, uh, mission strategy that I applied in, in the field. One, I call it a two-hand strategy. This is uh, a two-hand strategy to build disciple in the field. And uh, one hand is on the skill part. Okay, Make the disciple have some skill in the hand. And also have the spiritual disciple. I think more, more, most of us always emphasize on spiritual uh, disciple. But uh, seldom we, we look at the skill part also. And uh, with the skill, they can mingle with the people. They can serve the poor. They can, you know, serve the community uh, in a more natural way to build a relationship. So a skill is crucial for us to be with the community. Right? And another uh, mission strategy to look at the uh, the poverty cycle, how we can break this poverty cycle in the field. And I have been promoted uh, this uh, recently, about one and a half years, to India, to uh, to Lombok, to uh, uh, Philippines as well as Cambodia. And I call it uh, BMW the Roman strategy. I'm not selling color. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the car, you know, the, the, the poor can't afford to buy BMW. So what actually BMW stands for? B stands for beans and vegetable, right? We know that beans is very nutritious and you don't need uh, much fertilizer. Actually, you can grow it well. And, uh, and the, the beans pot, the pot can cook as a vegetable. So beans and vegetable always in the home that provide food security to the poor community. And M stands for medicinal herbs. And it will look into some of the medical care. We know that actually in the third world, uh, even you have a nice uh, doctor's skill and, and also a nice hospital if they are kind of service, but the poor, they not even have money to pay. So this is a reality. So we can bring this down to a medicine hub you know, at a local level. So at least they solve some issue. I'm not saying solve most of the medical issues, but at least some level. right? And uh, in uh, this W stands for Clean Drinking Water. And that comes to disease prevention. And we know in the third world, uh, the disease link mainly to the waterborne disease. 80% disease actually linked to waterborne disease. So if we can provide uh, this access of clean drinking water, you cannot allow a problem in the real sense. Uh, it's not a very costly kind of approach, not costly uh, strategy, but it's a very practical. Yeah. So this is some of the, the harvests from our India a few months ago. Our partner, the, the, the first harvest, sent some pictures to me, the French bean and so on. Yeah. So it's a very uh, workable, it's not dreaming, it's a very sustainable strategy that we can promote uh, in, in the third world to help the poor. All right. So finally, I want to conclude my sharing. To involve in mission or in, in a social service and, and so on, we need to commit ourselves, we need commitment. Definitely commitment will bring the impact, Yeah, will bring fruits to the society. And it, it bring us the social impact as well as spiritual impact. That's what we see in the so called uh, chapter X, six, chapter 6. That the early church have their social transformation as well as spiritual transformation. That's what we want to see. Uh, in years to come, Amokyo Church will, will engage ourselves more in, into serving the needy, serving the poor, and start from our neighbour, and then maybe later to other parts of Singapore, and maybe expand to other nations. And hopefully, we will bring more uh, to this world. And uh, let us begin the holistic mission uh, journey to serve the poor and the lost. So there that, that is a coming... Uh, I just do a bit of promotion... There's a coming, uh, Amokyo, this uh, Kingdom Community Workshop to introduction of this uh, Kingdom Community Development in 26 uh, September, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And uh, I have this coming trip uh, in the India. And uh, so uh, in September and as well as November and November, in in uh, Philippines, so you are keen, you you may uh, join us. Uh, I mean, join me and join join my, in the team to experience yourself and uh, what I'm showing. So then, my hope, my prayer is, we will be the blessing to the nation if we are willing to commit ourselves to serve the needy, the poor. And a loss. Thank you.